0: Welcome back to Seven Moons Astrology, where mysticism and science combine. My name is Sarah Kirby, and this is a reading for the Full Moon in Leo, exact on the 5th of February at about 1228 PM Central Standard Time. This Full Moon, more than any other I can think of in the past two years or so, is such a clear and potent example of all the myriad of ways in which an astrological energy can manifest anywhere from a breakthrough to a heartbreak. And that's because this full moon is in tight aspect to Uranus, which is that wild card energy that brings lots of plot twists and unexpected experiences. So in that sense, it's almost hard to predict. You know, it could just go any way and any way I tell you it's going to go, it's probably going to go in a different direction. And, And that's exactly what Uranus does. So what I thought we would do for this one is I'll give a general chart breakdown like I normally do. And then towards the end, I'm gonna share personal anecdotes from my life, my clients, uh, from friends based on their signs and show the way that the energy is manifesting for them and all the things that I've seen happen already before we even get to the full moon exact point. So this one's really strong, it's really clear and Leo has a tendency to do that, right? It's that fixed fire, it's the sign associated with the sun. So when there's a spotlight going on with the full moon in Leo, it makes itself known. So that's what we're gonna do in this video. I should mention, I'm sitting in a different location than I normally do. I film over here, typically, when I have my big studio lights to help brighten my office. But, part of my full moon circumstance is that the house has been without power for two days now. I'll get to that later. But because of that, I don't have my lights, so I want it to be as close to the window as possible. So the lighting may change throughout the video. Who knows if I'll even be able to use the video component when I put this together. But, I wanted to make the video nonetheless because the narrative has been coming through strong as I've been sitting by the fixed fire with the home hearth, the fireplace downstairs to stay warm. I've been getting lots of downloads and ideas and and circumstantial evidence for what this energy is all about. So that's what we're going to do today. So we're going to start with the Moon at 16 degrees of Leo, which is opposing the Sun at 16 degrees Aquarius. This, of course, is the full Moon anytime that the Moon and the Sun are directly opposed. And when we get a full Moon, this is really a spotlight. It's an illumination and it's a point of clarity. This can also be when we get the most clear manifestation of events and circumstances. You can reach a point of completion. You can see results of previous manifestations occur. But it doesn't have to necessarily be something outward. It can also be more about an inner insight or answers to questions and confusions that you've had inside. Full moons really bring things to a culmination. It brings the energy up to a conscious place so that it can be seen and understood and integrated. So this full moon in particular, we can see that we have Uranus at 15 degrees Taurus. So we've got this fixed T-square going on here and that is a really tension-filled energy. And when I say tension, I don't necessarily mean something bad or problematic is happening. What I mean by tension is that it's action-promoting. So when you have planets in that square, that 90-degree aspect, that's what's known as a hard aspect in astrology. The conjunction and opposition are hard aspects as well, and it promotes action or demands decisions. Aries to Cancer, the first two cardinal points of the zodiac, are 90 degrees apart. And then Cancer to Libra is another 90 degrees, and Libra to Capricorn is the final 90 degrees of the square, the full square in the zodiac. So those cardinal points, cardinal signs are about action, which is where the meaning and the interpretation of the square aspect in astrology derives from. So that's what this is about. There's a demand to do something, to take action, to see results. And there is a decision maybe that needs to be made or some kind of stimulus that is going to try to push you to go left or go right. So what is that circumstance? What is that stimulus? It's Uranus at the apex of the square. Uranus is something you weren't expecting to happen. It's a surprise. It's an insight. It's an unpredictable, chaotic, disruptive event. Uranus is associated with Aquarius. So this is that rebellious, forward-thinking, progressive, innovative energy that wants to interrupt the status quo. So you can think of Uranus as really being a pattern break, a sudden insight that comes quickly like a bolt of lightning. Oh, this is what I need to do and the way I need to do it. Or a sudden event that really interrupts the way that you thought you were going because... Suddenly you see now you're going to be going in a different direction. That's what the action of Uranus is all about. What is the point of the action of Uranus at this time? Well, it's Leo. Okay, because that's what we're doing with the moon in Leo. We're getting full moon clarity around Leo energy. Leo energy is the inner strength and stability that gives consistent, even energy and emotion and self-knowing. You will see the stereotype of Leo being spoken about as being loud and showy. But really what Leo is about is self-recognition, appreciation for self, acceptance of self, understanding and knowing of self. Leo is also the creative life force. So it's passion, it's pleasure, it's happiness, it's joy and satisfaction with living. It's your creative projects it's your romantic endeavors, it's your children, and everything that you really put your heart into. Leo is about allowing yourself to be seen and be present and take up space just as you are and expect that people are going to accept you for that. With the Cancerian energy that comes just one sign before Leo, there is a certain shortcoming of insecurity. One of the things that Cancer is so focused on is taking care of everybody else, but not itself. And it can often struggle with feelings of insecurity or self neglect. So Leo compensates for that by being the sign that gives to the self first and gives to other people because it is quite generous from a place of fullness. And it has confidence and pride and satisfaction with self. So that's the archetype of Leo. So to bring this back together, the pattern break experience of Uranus here with the square is meant to fundamentally push us into greater Leo self-acceptance, recognition, happiness, satisfaction with life, more creative force, more passion. Sometimes Uranus will deliver that pattern break in a very disturbing, heartbreaking way. Sometimes Uranus is going to deliver that insight, that push in the joyful way, where pieces just kind of come to place and it's like a pleasant surprise. It can be either one. And whichever one you get, don't take credit for it. (laughs) There's a tendency with Leo energy, if things are going well, And you're getting the good side of the Leo energy here with this Uranus pattern break and everything's pulling together for you to pat yourself on your own back and be like, look, all of this good stuff's happening because look how great I am. Don't fall for that. On the flip side, if everything is kind of crashing down around you, don't curse the sky. Don't curse God, the sun energy, as if you have no accountability. A heart-centered approach to life is not bombastic and egotistical and prideful. And a heart-centered approach to life is not resentful, overly willful, domineering, bossy, demanding. All the words I just gave you on either side are Leo words when it's acting in its shadow. So you can fall for either one of those right now if you're not careful, but the true heart-centered openness that is the gift of Leo energy is even stable energy and emotion it's soft it's not pushy it's soft and it's warm like the sun so there's a challenge here now to create more of that in life and more of trust in the divine to provide that warmth for us even when things look uncertain or even when things are pulling together to give us that proof in just the way that we needed. Let's say more about this one. We've got Saturn at 26 degrees Aquarius, where we've had for quite some time now Saturn transiting through Aquarius since about May of 2020. This is a very wide conjunction. And I think it applies because that full moon energy is so bright. And right after the full moon comes exact, as it continues transiting Leo, it will come into a tighter opposition with Saturn. On the positive end, what this could look like is creative mastery, right? That's what Saturn is all about. Mastery, accomplishments that result from effort and energy that's being invested for a very long time after much trial and error creative mastery. Leo, creative Saturn mastery. But this could also be an energy of crisis and challenge, Saturn, with your children, with your job, with your partner, It could be someone's dissatisfaction with you. It could be disapproving opinions and dissatisfaction from the collective. Saturn in Aquarius is about the collective, the audience, the social circle, friend groups. Saturn could be trying to oppose, literally, your own pride and accomplishment and satisfaction with self with a disapproving glare, how Saturnian. It could be some situation, obligation, or delay, or some kind of restriction or limitation on your ability to feel joyful, prideful, happy, satisfied, and at ease, or open-hearted. So there could be a literal circumstance here that says, hold up, you got some serious business to deal with, and until you deal with it, you are not going to feel that open-hearted, easy energy. Some people might be getting some challenge here depending on how this Saturn particularly aspects their chart. But some people might really see that this Saturn in Aquarius opposing the full moon is giving them some kind of reward for the effort that they have invested to structure their life in a way that feels more free and liberated, but also stable, no matter who you are, whether this energy is going well for you, or it's feeling kind of problematic right now. I do get the sense that there is still a bit of one foot in each world going on here. There can be a lot of resistance building up in the heart right now. A lot of pressure, a lot of, I just want to make this happen. And that can translate as a lot of enthusiasm and excitement. And it can also translate as frustration or irritability or anxiety. I keep talking about this Saturn Uranus square, which is that energy we've been facing of trying to create a different life for ourselves and it really taking a long time. Okay? So Saturn's been here in Aquarius since May of 2020 and it's almost done. Which means we are almost done with this particular set of challenges that we've been facing under this energy. Saturn is going to transition into Pisces in March of this year. So when Saturn moves on to Pisces, that means the focus of our energy and time and effort is going to change because we'll have finalized this Aquarian energy for ourselves. So to me, this is an indication that whatever happens now here with the Uranus pattern break is really helping erupt the stable and familiar circumstances, North Node and Taurus, our comfort zone Taurus, our tried and true Taurus, and our normal way of being Taurus. Okay, so it's erupting that to help us finalize the Saturn and Aquarius push to create a different life. And so we're seeing a doorway or we're seeing some kind of pathway to jump into that reality. But because Saturn's still in Aquarius, we do have to keep one foot in the old for now, just a little while longer. And we'll start with me and why I'm sitting here in this particular part of my office. So I live in Austin, Texas, and a huge ice storm has been hitting the entire town. The amount of freezing rain that we have gotten is just unbelievable. I'm not saying that to be a southerner who doesn't understand cold temperatures, because before you go there, I was raised in Chicago, and I've seen tons of blizzards and freezes, but this was unlike anything I've witnessed before. The freezing rain was just building up hour after hour after hour. And it was putting so much ice onto the massive trees that we have throughout Austin here. One of the most common trees are these beautiful evergreen oaks. They keep their leaves in the winter. So the rain is piling up. I saw on the news that the weight of all this ice totals up to several tons on the trees overnight. We've lost power and you just hear this creaking and crashing. It's like a noise I've never heard before. And it's the trees limbs cracking off. And every tree in Austin was hit. And it's been proceeding for two days and we haven't had heat. We haven't had electricity. And the trees are just crashing down around us. It is truly heartbreaking. Some people's houses have a lot of damage as the trees come crashing down, people's cars. You know, the neighborhood's never really going to be the same. And it got me thinking about the energy behind this full moon, particularly for me, because I'm a Gemini rising. So let's start there. So Gemini is my first house. Now in whole sign houses, my IC, which is the angle of home, is shifted out of the fourth house where it would normally be found. So my angle of home and family, place of living, is in Leo. It's actually at 15 degrees in the sign of Leo. So it's right on this full moon, and it's in a direct square with Uranus. So the home where I live, which is the IC at 15 degrees Leo, has been unexpectedly hit by a disruptive storm that has taken out the nature nature is Taurus Uranus is the sudden storm the other thing is that it's not just my house which is my angle of home that I see at 15 degrees but it's also my neighborhood and my entire local community because Leo is my third house as well which is what the third house represents local community neighborhood because of that, I've been sitting here by the fireplace, which is the fixed fire of Leo, getting all these ideas and perspectives that I can use to teach on for my business. So what is teaching, ideas, perspectives? Well, that's the sun in Aquarius, which is right next to my mid heaven angle of career, 15 degrees in the sign of Aquarius. So it's a teaching opportunity about astrology, which is often associated with Aquarius, because it's an esoteric science. If you heard that loud noise, that was a tree and ice falling on my roof. <laughs> now let's do another one. I have an example of a client in friend of mine who is a Gemini sun and rising as well as a Scorpio moon. And we're gonna look at her story for this full moon energy and how it's actually a reference to all three of her astrological big three energies. And you really do have to use astrology holistically like this. It's not just the energy from one sign. The story unfolds when you look at it from every single angle. So here's what happened. She has been working really over the entirety of the Saturn and Aquarius period for about three years now to really create something more creative for her business, what she does for a living. She's an architect right now, but she's very passionate about photography. She lives in Colorado where she does a ton of landscape photography, but it's easier or it has been easier to make money so far by doing personal portrait photography. But she doesn't enjoy doing that quite as much. So recently, she made a contract to provide photography for somebody who was going to be in a magazine. And she takes the photos, and the portraits looked really, really beautiful. She sends the edits over to the client, and the client totally freaks out, very upset, says that she hates the photos, thinks they're ugly, thinks they're hideous, and it's a very upsetting, frustrating totally unexpected experience, which emphasized to my client just how important and meaningful it is for her to pursue landscape photography and that that's really what she wants to be doing. So let's take a look at it. First, we'll start with the Scorpio moon, okay? So if Scorpio's house one, then Uranus is house seven. Uranus and Taurus, the unexpected experience, was the opinion of a seventh house contact. Seventh house is one-to-one relationships, contracts, and agreements. So she worked with the client one-on-one to provide a service, and the unexpected disruptive circumstance was that the client did not like it. Now, the full moon is in the 10th house of career. It's a creative energy. A creative career is one manifestation of having Leo in the 10th house, and the full moon is giving her clarity that what she really wants to do and what really lights her up and what really brings her joy for her career, where the full moon is, is landscape photography. Now, the other reason why that is relevant is because she's a Gemini sun and she's a Gemini rising, okay? So let's go to that energy from Gemini. So if Gemini is house one, then the full moon is in house three and Uranus is in house 12. House three is marketing, it's skills, it's business, it's sharing information, it's media, and so providing photography work for a magazine publication, which is what it was for, is a third house activity. So the frustrating experience of the dissatisfaction or the limitations or the pressure or the negative feedback of Saturn and Aquarius is illuminating for her what she really wants to be doing in terms of her media work, photography. And the 12th house shock is that she needs to let go of the previous form of portrait work, because 12th house is about endings, putting something to end. So when you put those things together of having Gemini energy and Scorpio energy, that's how you get her story. So next we're gonna take another friend and client of mine who is a Cancer rising. So Cancer is house one, and the full moon is in house two. The second house is money, finances, income that you generate yourself, material possessions, things that you value, sense of self-esteem and self-worth. Uranus has been in the 11th house She's been really, really driving towards creating a different future for herself. She runs a social media business that has a very large audience, and she doesn't feel like it works for her anymore, and she doesn't want to sustain it into the future. So, the 11th house is social networks, social media, technology, friends, audience, and it's also future vision. So, what has been stable and secure no longer is because Uranus is disrupting it, and she's trying very hard to change what she is doing with her audience and what she wants her future to look like. So the pressure of Uranus has been really asking her and demanding that she innovate and progress that area of her life forward in a different way. One of the things that's been challenging her along this road is debt, okay? So she has Saturn in the eighth house, And the 8th house is debt and joint finances and financial insecurity. So Saturn for the past three years has been pushing on her to get her financial circumstances in order. Well, at the full moon in Leo this week, she suddenly and unexpectedly, Uranus received a material gain. She made a sale. And that sale brought money in 2nd house and the gain and reward is also an 11th house theme. In traditional Hellenistic astrology, the 11th house is associated with rewards and gain. So that's a positive circumstance related to the full moon in Leo. Let's do another positive one. I have another client who's a Sagittarius rising. So if Sagittarius is house one, then the full moon in Leo is in house nine. And Uranus has been pressing on the sixth house of the daily routine, work and activities, And Saturn and the Sun are in the third house. She's really been feeling for a long time a lot of pressure and instability with her work. And that is the energy of Uranus in the sixth house. She's also been totally fed up with what she's been doing for a living and doesn't like the way that it sucks up all her time anymore. She's been working for a very long time to make changes to what she's doing Recently and unexpectedly, an opportunity came out of nowhere to work with an innovative technology company to do their media and marketing. This is creative work that will help free up her time and give her financial stability and help her move forward to the future that she really is desiring to create. The surprise circumstance here is Uranus in the sixth house making a sudden breakthrough with her day-to-day work and project activity and it has to do with third house because the third house is media and marketing activities that's helping her to move forward and have more optimism which is a ninth house word and what's so great about that is that now the work that she's doing is going to feel more aligned to who she really is because it's something she enjoys doing already Leo is about making our external reality match who we feel we are on the inside. So let's do a few more examples. Leo, one of the major significations of Leo energy is that 5th house creative life force, and because of that, children are associated with the 5th house and with Leo. Unfortunately, I know more than one person who has had an unexpected complication with a pregnancy, and that would be the action of Uranus suddenly coming into square with the moon in Leo and opposing Saturn. So it's not all fun and games for everybody. Other people might find themselves in a circumstance where they really feel for some reason they are limited in sharing or expressing who they really are. And that's that Saturn opposing the moon in Aquarius because there's a fear of rejection or not being accepted by the broader community or friend circle. Or alternatively, you are getting the confidence now to really say what is true for you and show who you are regardless of popular opinion or regardless of if it seems ahead of its time or rebellious or disruptive or you know, a little too cheeky for the audience. That could be another way that this energy manifests, no matter who you are, no matter what sign you have. So I hope that this has been really illuminating for you and shows you how to think like an astrologer, how to see the archetypes in action, and how to read the energies from every different point in the chart to see what the full story is going to be. Fundamentally right now, just to summarize, I think the action of Uranus is a pattern break that either helps us break through or we experience some type of heartbreak or some type of challenge that is really calling in the opportunity for us to cut back the old limbs, cut back the fake identities, stop performing, stop pretending, and just be who we are and invite more joy and celebration and self-acceptance into our lives. Just like the trees that have been absolutely devastated trimming back the old growth makes room for new blooms and that's what i think that this full moon is all about it provides the platform for us to have the inner strength and the open heart to embrace change which is something we don't like to do when uranus is in taurus but if we can choose to see and accept and open to the possibilities in the way that they might serve us even a heartbreak can turn to a breakthrough. And I hope that is possible for all of us out there watching. Thank you so much for being with me for this one. Hopefully my power turns on soon and I can get this video out for you in a timely manner (laughs) because my battery's about to die. I'll see you in the next one with energy. Sarah.